You are listening to the oneofus.net podcast network. One of Us is a podcast and video network funded all but entirely by donations and subscriptions. We do accept pitches for audio-based or banner ads, but on a case-by-case basis. If you are interested in that, contact us at oneofusnet at gmail.com. With the amount of audio and video content we generate, it is expensive and extremely time-consuming to keep things running. Please go to the webpage oneofus.net and sign up for a subscription at 2 5 10 or $25 and get a ton of bonus content. One of Us needs and appreciates all your support. You know, love is, I like love enough, and death is all right, and, but robots I really don't go in for, but when you put them together, you get a TV show called Love, Death, and Robots, released on Netflix, and we're actually on season three now. Love and Death Robots is a, an anthology animated series that um, has a wide variety of, of genres and topics and animation styles directed by numerous people, and it's presented by and created and developed by uh, Tim Miller, the guy who did Deadpool and Terminator Dark Fate. Isn't he a minch? And he brings this new show with uh, season three with a lot of cool episodes. And I have to admit, I have not seen the first two seasons, and I, you could say I was almost forced to watch this season, but uh, much to my it delight... <laughs> <laughs> but much to my delight, I was uh, impressed and really enjoyed myself with, uh, again, the different animation styles and uh, just the different stories. I thought it was going to be a very... <laughs> again. I know I have a, a tendency to say, like, ah, I don't really like robot stuff, but uh, eh, sort of. But um, I thought it was going to be very, like, robot, funny comedy stuff. But then it gets into some dark uh, material very quickly in a few of these episodes. But with me today to talk about Love, Death, Robots Season 3, I have Gina. Howdy ho there, neighbors. And I have Tessa. Beep bop boop. And Marcos. How are you? Ahoy, ahoy. I am doing good. Hoping to see if we can make you fall in love with robots by the end of this. I highly doubt it, but... Or we'll kill you. <laughs> <laughs> see, that's the thing. It's like, oh, robots are your friends. Like, not in this show. Uh, <laughs> because I, I did read a little bit about it, the, uh, the first episode, uh, which we, we're, we'll touch on a few of these episodes and talk about what our favorite ones are. Uh, the three robots exit strategies is the first episode, and I, I think that they appear in another season. They're almost like the... The, the runner in the whole anthology series, these three funny robots that are basically uh, walking on Earth as if it's a museum of the post-apocalypse where, like, how do all these humans kill each other? And there's a lot of funny stuff where they make fun of, uh, let's just say, very right-leaning politics uh, and, you know, people hoarding guns and uh, not, like, wanting to uh, help their fellow person. Uh, and they still make fun of uh, even the left at the same time, which I think is really funny. But uh, I'd love to know what you guys thought about this. I'm assuming you guys have all seen season one and season two, correct? Yes. Yes. Ah, I'm the odd person out. Fantastic. So I would love to hear what you guys thought about this season compared to the other seasons, because I have no frame of reference. So Tessa, what did you think? Uh, before we started this, I was telling you that this season was far more gory and bloody than some previous seasons. There was... I mean, there was there's some you know violence in in the other seasons, mm -hmm. but this one had some consistently 
uh, bloody, gory, very, uh, mm, I, I don't know, I can't think of the, of the word, uh, visceral, visceral yeah. <laughs> episodes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, definitely a little darker maybe than some of the other episodes too. I was kind of taken aback by a few of them where, you know, I, the first thing that comes to my mind is, of course, uh, Bad Traveling, directed by David Fincher, uh, that has a, a giant monster crab as the villain on aboard this uh this ship in like the, I don't know, the 17, 1800 or something like that, uh, traveling across the seas. And uh, they find, well, basically a giant crab <laughs> or they, they capture a crab and they put it in the hole. And then you start to understand that the crab. They, they don't capture the crab. The crab makes itself at home. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, he's squatting. <laughs> he's, he's definitely squatting because he's also a mother. And uh, the thing is, it has this ability to take the dead and then have them as like almost like a puppet uh, or like a ventriloquist dummy uh, for itself. And uh, it's the... like Independence Day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but uh, anyway, Marcus, what did you think about this season compared to the others? So there's a there's some whimsy to the other two seasons, honestly. Mm. Like this was just like nonstop like everything is dour and humans are the worst like i've i've not really experienced it much before this one i mean outside of the the episode with the rats that's probably the only one where it's like oh like there's some gray but yeah almost everything the swarm the um in vault of the the halls zombie one uh bad traveling like there's a lot of like yeah just humans are bad and this and let's just get depressed while we watch this show (laughs) i expect nothing less than uh, from a david fincher uh vehicle at some point like oh i'm gonna feel terrible about this uh gina what'd you think i actually felt the complete opposite i felt like funny enough season one was more depressing than this season like this season is more gory and more violent but i also noticed that this season was more like an aesop fable like even with uh bad traveling and even jabaro and even swarm they kind of have these cautionary like these are more like cautionary tales yeah um the three robots always had this representation of like the objective view of humanity right so i enjoyed that and it was also nice to see the cats Cats winning, even though I'm a dog owner. Oh, yay yeah. for the cats, man. Um, <laughs> but I feel like this season actually, I feel like a lot of people aren't going to like this season because they're used to like love, death, and robots kind of having a lot of like emotional anchors in their episodes. Um, but this one was pretty straightforward. And at first, I was like, why does this seem like less deep? Than the other seasons, mm-hmm. but I think I actually like this because it is like I felt like I was watching Aesop's Fable, like I was reading a book about all these fantastical situations that had real world lessons. So I didn't re- really get that humans are bad. I actually got like um, I don't know the titles of a lot of these, but the one that I like was the military crew that went in and saw that like evil god thingy. <laughs> In vaulted halls and tombs. Yes. It's like, yeah. I wish the animation of Diablo for the next game looks like that. Because I totally got <laughs> Diablo vibes from that. Sure. And um, But for me, it was just like, it questioned spirituality. It questioned um, just how far are you willing to sacrifice so that you can save humanity. Like a lot of these actually bring up just kind of like, I don't know. I just made me think of like, what, what would I do in these situations? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. More so than like humans are evil. It was it was like a cautionary tale to me. Like if you find yourself in a situation where 
you have to think about the greater good. I, so I wanted to ask because I, I, uh, I was like, you're gonna have love in your love, death, and robot show, correct? Because uh, <laughs> there was a, a couple times I'm like, I guess that's kind of love, uh, but I, I wasn't. I, I was a little uh, taken off guard. I was like, no, this is just like death and robots. Uh, like, what the hell's going Some on? Some people here? get get it on. There's a, a scene at the beginning of Night of the Many Dead. Oh, sure, and Swarm. The 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 two characters yeah, but that just causes the apocalypse. Like, I don't that's think true. that's right. love. Well, I would say Jabaro. Jabaro is actually love in the form of greed, right? People who yeah. love money, um, colonialism, that sort. I would say Swarm. Um, he loved the future of humanity so much he was willing to trade it in. Right. Right. Um, I feel like this is pushing us to redefine like our interpretation of love. Because like I said, the other two seasons, they did have like straight up like love stories. Oh, they did? Okay. I feel like those were a little bit more straightforward when it came to the title card. But this season kind of like kind of pushed past that. Even with the crab, like we view the crab as the enemy, but it was willing to do whatever it needed to for its babies. Is that not love? I mean, I did feel a little sorry for the the crab when you know things go, let's say, uh, sour for uh, uh, the beast uh, towards the end, and I was kind of like, oh shit, because the main the 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 captain was the kind of the dickhead the entire time. Well, he was the dickhead the entire time. Uh, that's a really good point. So I would love then to know what y'all's favorite episodes are of this season. How about Tesso? You go for it. Hard call, but I just wanted to make a note. Um, since we've been talking a lot about bad traveling, uh, the character designs on that, all the people had the weird stretched out facial features, mm -hmm. you know, kind of uncanny valley sort of animation. Um, I'm pretty sure every single one of those characters was like based off of HP Lovecraft's facial structure. And then they just hit the randomize button. <laughs> <laughs> like that's like, seriously, it's like the long face, like long chin, forehead, like mm -hmm. anyways. Um, yeah. Favorite episode. Yeah. I gotta go with Jabaro. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Um, it's, it's it's very impactful um it's it's sad um beautiful scary um initially it looks like it's live action when i was watching it it just looked like it was live action until we got to the the human characters where you're like oh okay this is just really good cgi um and they also had um mocap they had three different dancers doing the dance routines for the uh siren in the lake and the lake was really cool it was like in the shape of a heart like the lake itself is like it's turned sideways. Oh, but it's that's shaped right. Like a, yeah, it's shaped like a heart, and so it makes certain scenes later more apt. Um, huh. So yeah, I I thought it was a beautiful story. Um, it's definitely about uh, kind of the the rape of the natural world, if mm -hmm. you will, to quote more Jurassic Park, um, <laughs> and uh, colonization. Yeah, um, I would say yeah, that's my my favorite one. It is. Uh, a gorgeous and sad episode yeah it's uh it's truly incredible just the, the visuals itself it it felt it, it was so starkly different than the other ones and the way that uh like the motion capture and like her dancing was so hypnotic because the, mm -hmm. this siren was covered in like jewels and gold that's like her skin it's like god that's amazing looking uh it's like is this unreal engine and like this is crazy uh, uh, for the video game nerds out there, uh, Marcos, what was your favorite uh, uh, episode? 
So we've talked about it a lot, and um, so I, the, uh, my main thing is that I go into this, and it's like, there's the episode that is the best. Like, it's the most well-written. It takes you on a lot of curves, even though it's only, like, 12 minutes, and that's bad traveling. Um, and then there's just the episode that speaks to me, and that's Kill Team Kill. Like, that was oh, sure. the Predators versus a giant honey badger. Well, it's a bear, but still. Um, it's definitely that the was funniest the- one. Yes. <laughs> um, it's just hilarious. I mean, it, I just kind of wish that is one of the only one that i was like it would be cool to see a whole movie kind of thing because it's basically predator that's all it is yeah uh except instead of an alien you're fighting a robot that you created uh, it was it was a blast and it it actually reminded me of this comic uh called Redline um quite a bit even though it didn't have a monster in Redline, but uh just the kind of the 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 relationships that each of the the roughnecks had uh with one another and just the the smarmy smart aleck but still like we gotta do it uh kind of attitude i i genuinely had a really fun time that that is definitely one of them and i was like i could watch a whole movie on this gina how about you what was your favorite episode Um, my favorite which hasn't been talked about um which is called i had to look it up because i forgot the name but it's called the very pulse of the machine, where she's basically tripping balls the whole oh, episode. Yeah. Um, but it actually reminds me of um, if you please season two. It's hard because season two was actually good. I like all of them. Um, but season two, there was an episode called Ice with like the whales and the brothers were running. For some reason, um, that and there was another one that was kind of trippy in season two reminded me of this one. And I like. Um, this in particular, because it seems like they do have a theme of like the type of animation thematically and just um, what they would like to cover when it comes to like spirituality or experiences that are transcendental or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I love that episode because at first I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, what is happening? But then like, I don't know, it, I, so I was like, it's probably because I'm pregnant, but I started crying because <laughs> I got so emotional. I got so emotional through her journey of like just carrying her dead friend and then like just understanding and accepting uh, death. It was a yeah. very, and I didn't know that was based on a, sh- on a book actually. Um, that oh, episode really? was actually, yeah, it's, it's a, I don't know if it's a short story or a novel. They gave a, a heads up to it in the, in the episode. I think like the book that fell is uh-huh. actually the name of the book that the episode is based on. No, the 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 very pulse of the machine was, uh, yeah, it was so surreal, and uh, it just had this dread and this doom behind it the entire time, but also accepting death, uh, as you said, and it's really powerful. And also, like Mackenzie Davis, uh, which I I love her; she's a great actress, and her voice acting is really good. They have a lot of great people in the whole series of just like, all these different voice actors, and um, the. I guess my, <coughs> excuse me, uh, my favorite for myself, uh, favorite episode, I guess the most like fun, because I just like that kind of stuff, is is Bad Traveling. Um, and it's also written by uh, Andrew Kevin Walker, the guy who wrote Seven with uh, for David Fincher. Let's go into final thoughts, uh, just your overall view of Love, Death, and Robots. Uh, it can be about season three, the whole thing in general. What would you like to start off with, Gina, please? Well, I think this season will get written off as not being as in-depth as the other seasons. I will vehemently disagree. Um, Bad Traveling was was also one of my favorites. So um, every single episode of this season was amazing to me. It was amazingly done. There's not one episode that I disliked or that was a memorable. 
I actually just wish they had more episodes. I don't know if that was a COVID thing or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it really left me with a lot of questions and a lot to think about. And um, yeah, I, I really love just how solid each season is and every edition they, they do. So just keep up the good work, in my personal opinion. Um, my review is, um, man, 10 out of 10 times I was actually rooting for those goddamn rats. <laughs> <laughs> I was rooting for those rats. I was like, fuck that thing up, for real. <laughs> uh, Marcus, how about you? What are your final thoughts? Uh, so I'm not super negative on uh on this show i mean it's so and it's always kind of hard to rate an anthology but i mean this is pretty solid i mean none of them are boring they're just a couple of them are super dour but you're gonna have fun watching it um the only thing i wish is that i wish that it kind of was backwards because bad traveling was the first one that i saw if that was the last one that i saw like a crescendo that would have been amazing oh sure um but um, yeah, no, I really love this. I uh, would recommend it. I mean, the it does kind of speak to me because I like anthologies. Um, but I'm gonna rate it uh, nine out of ten. Little robot buddy dogs. <laughs> Tessa, what are your final thoughts? Yeah, no, I I love a good anthology series. I'm a sucker. Um, I really one of my favorites probably is what Trick or Treat, like the Halloween anthology. Oh, so yeah. good, and they all weave together at the end. It's a it's a very well done uh, anthology series, but um, I love uh, sci-fi and I love horror and um, I don't know. This kind of has all the things that I like. It just checks all the boxes for me, honestly. Um, just gorgeous animation. I also love the Animatrix back in was like the early aughts when that came out or mm-hmm. late nineties. Yeah, the <laughs> Animatrix, so good. Um, yeah, so this this just really I'm a mark for it just top top to bottom um an easy mark for love death and robots (laughs) oh yeah for sure uh i would probably give this nine out of ten uh humans turned into walkie talkies because that happened twice kind of maybe thrice maybe anyways I uh, this was a, a, a pleasure to, to watch. Uh, I'm glad that I did. And I've I, you know, I thought I kind of missed the boat on season one and season two. And I quite frankly thought there were also going to be longer episodes. I was like, oh, well, I'm not going to get to that ever because watching it and catching up on a series unless like just grabs me immediately. It's it's difficult for my brain to comprehend. But these are bite sized episodes. This is a really great time from ranging from funny to horrific to uh, action-packed to again funny again and existential there's a lot of cool things in this whole series and i i might actually watch the first two seasons after this now do you have to watch the first you have to watch then again i swear to god you do then again i'm known to lie quite a bit but uh (laughs) i i did enjoy this and uh uh, definitely check it out it's on netflix and i'm going to give this Nine out of ten times, you should not fuck on a cross. That's going to create zombies. Stop it, people. What the hell is wrong with you fucking people? Jesus Christ.